Hello and welcome to Afterlife After Hours, Episode 2. I'm your host, Dave the Zombie, and I'm joined with my uh, guest and host from Anime Afterlife Podcast, Lurkst. Ah, I've never done this before. It's exciting. Cool. And uh, I'd like to open up this week's show for uh, this week's question. Uh, if uh, you had to get a tattoo from any anime, uh, where would you get and where would you put it? Where'd you pull this from? It was random. It was random. Random? Yeah. Um. Um. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I'd probably get, like, the, um. The Gurren Lagan. Like, the, uh. The drill? Or. No, not the drill. The, um. Uh. The Gurren Brigade symbol. Oh, that's cool. Like, this. Yeah. And I'd probably put it on my ass. <laughs> because of me. That's what I put it. Where else would I put it? Where else are you supposed to put a tattoo like that? Except on, you know, one of your butt cheeks. Um <laughs> Maybe maybe I'd get a, a like the fairy tale symbol on my arm or uh maybe the the nerve symbol on my penis just cuz why not? <laughs> <laughs> the nerve symbol. I didn't think about the nerve one. Yeah. I have those keychains so that they kind of like you know. I think I've got that covered. I don't know. Uh, it had to be removable. I don't. I wouldn't want that on life. Or I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd want any tattoo on my penis. Well, you know, because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you could like go to a party and say, "Yo, I got this tattoo on my penis from this anime," and they'll be like, "Hey, ladies, check out my dick. Yeah. I got this this neat tattoo." When I, you don't. Oh, you don't know what that is. Oh, oh. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, but yeah. hey, it's a good icebreaker, man. It's a good icebreaker. You oh, know, yeah. show your dick to the ladies. <laughs> um, it would also be cool to have like that homunculus symbol on the eye, like on the eyelid, though. But like, you know, kind of like um, oh, how um, yeah. what's what's this? I I don't think I can say it because it's a spoiler. But you know who has that eye thing? Yes. That guy. That person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a multitude of things. Yeah. You get a dongo. I know Gabe would get a dongo. <laughs> Gabe would totally tattoo a dongo on him. I... He would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he'd put it. Right? <laughs> oh. Where would you... <laughs> I kind of don't want to know, but... Uh, good question. So, that's a great way to start this off. So, Lex wanted to bring up something. Uh, how um, people believe that one quarter shows should be longer, which uh, isn't well, know. not necessarily one quarter shows like the the eleven episode animes. Because, like, one course shows, like, you know, 12, 13 episodes, and people are, usually don't say too much about those. But when it comes to, like, 11 episode shows, people have, keep on, people keep bringing up the point of, like, well, maybe it could have been better if it was, like, 12 or 13 episodes. And I've, I used to think that, but now I don't, because when I look back on it, a lot of the 11 episode shows I've watched are actually pretty 
good. Mm, like, for example... One of my favorite shows of all time is an 11-episode show by the name of Tatami Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a show, you know, 11 episodes long. It's a really fantastic show. It has really good storytelling and really good character development within 11 episodes. Um, there's a couple of other shows this year. Actually, I think I've watched four 11-episode shows that aren't actually that bad. In fact, one of them might end up being one of my favorite shows of the year. It goes by the name of uh, C, The Money of Soul and Possibility Control. Hmm. That show is, is only 11 episodes long, but I that's one of my more favorite shows of the year. Well, it, it, hmm? it seemed like people had, like, I, I don't know, I, I kind of, like, have to agree with some of the people what they said, honestly. Like, I, I feel like some stuff didn't get explored enough as it should have. But, you know, it was still fun to watch. It's just, and I don't know. That same point, I kind of feel with Horror Musico. Mm-hmm. Well, there was some. Um, the thing about horror, you know, about horror musical, like why it ended up the way it did, right? Um, refresh my memory. Well, because not even like just got eleven episodes, just that it jumped all over the place from the manga. It's like I heard right. it started from somewhere in the middle for some reason. And that, yeah, that's what Vin was telling me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's 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 one of the shows where I think may maybe it might have done better with like maybe one or two more episodes but uh, as is I think it's fine yeah, I it's fine. I genuinely enjoyed it now for another show this uh, this year from the same season as Horror Musico by the name of Fractale that oh, yeah. show um I don't know I'm I'm, st- I'm kind of on the fence about that show I don't think it's good but I don't think it's necessarily bad it had a lot it wanted to like put out there as for like you know a theme and what it wanted like kind of the message it wanted to put out and I don't think it quite did it so I think um, maybe you know that's another example of maybe more episodes yeah I had some pretty good ideas but I don't think it just got the episodes to tell them all because it, right. it just rushed itself right at the end and it was just jumped all over the place. It couldn't do it in time. Right. You know, that's another example. And then um, the last show that I was going to bring up was the Usagi Drop from last season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 11 episodes. Probably for a good reason, because I don't think anybody would have liked it if it kept going. Yeah, it's like production IG was like, what time skip? We don't know time skip. We don't, we don't <laughs> do time skips here. So, like, yeah, I guess that's, um, like, the best decision for them. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I agree. That's the best thing for them to do, is to make it the way it was. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, um, the time... I've, I've been reading the manga, I've, I've already gone past the time skip, and it happens right where the anime ends and I have to say it's like the most awkward thing it's very (laughs) awkward like you're going from her you know losing her 
front teeth into like she's developed in high school. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> it was. I swear it was. It it's. I think that's like the best way to describe it. It's very awkward. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. If they continued doing a soggy drop and or like made it in the second season, I don't think people would like it as much. Because it just it's doesn't seem uh, doesn't feel the same as the first half, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, again, I haven't read um all of Usagi Drop yet. I've I've just like kind of read like two chapters past the time skip, but um, it's not that bad. Hmm. Like I said, it's it's very awkward. Just you know. The way it happened, yeah, was it, it like literally? I didn't know anything about Usagi Drop at all, really. I I I, I knew it by name, but when I got to that, I was like, it, "Am I missing chapters here?" I I swear to God, I thought it like skipped over chapters, like multiple chapters, because I was it was very unexpected to have that happen. Uh. Oh, so to kind of keep it on. Like keep the discussion going. Um, I was actually thinking about this earlier today when I was thinking about uh, Usagi Drop. Um, what's your particular opinion about time skips? Um, it's it depends on how they handle it, because whether like they can transition well into like what happened before into what happens now. You know, if they do that well, then I'm okay with it. But if it's like a completely different universe at this different time skip, it's it's gonna get a little hard used to, because it's like a lot of catching up and a lot of information to process during this new kind of half time of the show. It it depends. It really does depend. Because I think I've only experienced the only two I can remember is. Um... From Usagi Drop and from Gurren Lagan, mm-hmm. those are the only two time st- skips I can actually uh, recollect. No, I wasn't really. Were, were, were you bothered by the time skip in Gurren Lagan? I was at first, but I got. E- I just kind of went with it. I, I was. I was a little. I was like, really, really, really. Hmm. Seven years. Just like that. Well, I don't know. Uh, they did do some pretty, pretty neat things. Like, uh... Well... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they broke the fourth wall. Yeah, like, almost literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and the other thing is that, um... Speaking of time skips, like, One Piece actually has got into a two-year time skip in their series. Huh. I don't know if you knew about that. I I haven't. I'm not even reading One Piece at uh, all. Neither am I. But that's something that I actually read about. That One Piece's story took a two-year time skip. Granted, I don't know really much of anything past like episode fifty of the anime. But I I don't know. Oh, you know what other? I thought that was it. What other time skip you're you're forgetting here? What's that? From a series called uh, After Story. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. That was, uh... Yeah. That was well done. That was really well done. Well done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot that was a time skip. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Uh, Good stuff. Anyways, uh, back to one core show, so if you want to go back to that. Sure. Um, I think it depends on the genre, to be honest. Because, you know, slice of life comedy shows, they are, they're fine with one core, but right with drama and, I guess, action se- action shows, too, it's a little bit more difficult because, you know, there's development to go through. There's characters. Um, you have to go through in-depth with characters. You have to explore those people, and you have to get closure, basically. And I've seen, like, a lot of drama shows flat, fall on their faces because they just couldn't get closure. Like, um, I don't think... Like, even though I enjoyed Anohana, I don't think it got the closure it needed. And, uh... Oh, that's right. Anohana was a 11 episodes. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And... Um... You know, I agree with you on that, because in my personal opinion, um... The reason I don't think I like Anohana as much as other people do is because I felt the, like, emotional aspect was very forced, like, when it came to, like, the very last few episodes. Because if... There was, like, this sort of build-up to, like, this thing for Menma. And then once it happened, like, nothing happened. And then there's sort of this forced emotion and forced drama throughout the last couple of episodes. So I wasn't really feeling it. And, yeah. Mm, do you mean, like, that? do you not, like, feel anything for the characters, or, like... I did a little bit, but at the same time, it just was, like... Uh, I just... I don't know. I felt... It felt like they were trying to put too much into it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're like just trying to like desperately try to wrap it up properly, but it didn't really work for me that much. Uh, I kind of had the same problem with um, Angel Beats because they did have stuff going on like for the first half of that show, you know, going to people's pasts and developing their character, but it's like the producer just walked in the office and say, you know, hey guys, we got five episodes left. And then the team's like going, oh shit, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then like just kind of like rush the second half. Because it, yeah. it didn't really wrap up properly, I don't think, at the end. Um, I've actually heard a lot of um, different like reasons, like, oh, maybe it's because it's it has something to do with the studio. And I don't think that's always the case. Because, you know, a lot of the, the same people that say, oh, well, it has to do with the studio. If it's, if it's, a, if it's a, you know, better studio, they'll make a better, you know, product out of it. And, you know, they always bring up the Tatami Galaxy because that's done by Madhouse. And if you look like at a show like C, which I particularly liked, that's done by Tatsukuno. That's 
I'm trying to remember if that's the right pronunciation for that. Tatsunoko. Tatsunoko. Uh, hey, Gabe. Get Cut out me here. out. It's Tatsunoko. Tatsunoko. And quite honestly, I don't know a lot about Tatsunoko. Um, I don't think... I mean, they're obviously not that big of a studio. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The things they did were like across and... They did Gotcha Man. And that show he hates so much is called Skit Dance. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not, they're not really done. They don't have much on their track record. Right. But, you know, they still put out, I think, in a pretty, a pretty decent show. A pretty decent one-core show with uh, C. So, when, when it comes to the argument of, you know, it's the studio, uh, don't really think that's the case. Now, another point is maybe it has to do with sometimes I think it has to do with um what the show is actually about and the structure of that show. Because hmm. uh, you look at the Tatami Galaxy, it's about this college student who is constantly reliving his first year of college. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like every single um, you know, after every episode kind of deals with like his first year and what he did and then it just resets itself so now they're like going back to the drawing board and you know starting up something like fresh and new almost like they're doing a first episode kind of well yeah it's over like and over again it's episodic which like you know gives them that right freedom to do yeah that's time. right that's mm-hmm. and I think that's uh there's a lot of what comes from you know, Tatami Galaxy being a really good 11 episode uh, series. And I think it's, and I think that's a lot of the reason why it's a good, uh, you know, one core. But yeah, I've seen like a lot of one core shows with like really interesting ideas kind of go to waste because they just didn't have the episodes like, um, uh, Chaos Head, which was twelve episodes, it was just a mess of a show. And yeah, that's funny because when I was at uh, my convention mm-hmm. and I went to the Funimation panel, a lot of people were really excited about Chaos Head. Like when they were showing off the trailer for it, I sort of got everybody in that like whole entire, um, whole entire what was it? whole entire room. They were like, "Yeah, Chaos Head, mm, so good." I was like. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. I've heard nothing but Dave, like, just downtrod and just well, beat that. it's not just me. It's, it's ranked in the 2000s in Mal, for Christ's sake. I mean, a lot of people don't really like this show because, like, maybe they're thinking of the visual novel, which is, like, apparently it's so much better than the adaptation. But as a show by itself, it's not that good, at least in my opinion. Um, I just try to do too much in 12 episodes, and it... Just couldn't do it right, yeah, which is why like this is like where I think Steinsgate succeeded is that it had more episodes to do what it needed to do, and because of that, you know, it managed to do managed to like develop the characters, it managed to um, give them personalities and a, a pretty good plot, pretty damn good plot that um, really pulled people in throughout the whole series. But Chaos had it, it just tried to do try to rush things and it just couldn't do it 
Uh, well, what do you um? Now, I I think I've heard Gabe bring up points to this, like with uh, you know, slot times and you know, stuff of that nature with different Japanese channels. But like with a show like um, the World Galenos, where it does like multiple seasons of one cores. What do you what do you think of that? Do you think it's like better to do like multiple seasons with one cores, or do you find it better to like make it one long like mm-hmm. ongoing series like Beelzebub or Torigo or even <laughs> One Piece? You know, you know stuff like that. It's uh, this is maybe just me, but maybe it's just me, but I've been like noticing a downgrade in quality during these ongoing shows. Because, really? yeah, I mean, you know, the production team is trying to get each episode out on time, and they're trying to rush things, and sometimes the qu- animation quality kind of gets a little bit, uh, down, it just slows down a little bit each time, and um, sometimes they have to put in filler episodes to fill the time slots, but this is like why I'm, I think Fate Zero will do really well, because that's broken up to t- two seasons with one core show uh, happening now during this season and another right. core show happening during next spring which um, I think gives the production to team of Ufotable the time and effort to like um, do put like put more time into the show as much as they need to because if they try to rush things it just won't be as um, it won't succeed as much as uh, people want it to be yeah but you could also make the argument that look at Mariah Nikki. I mean that's that's done by Asri. What the hell's Asri done? Um, and they're they're and they're doing a two core. And to be quite honest, they're actually doing a really damn good job with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know because I think they just know the material well. Because even though they don't, I don't know about Asri, but maybe they don't have much of a track record either. Here, I'm looking it up right now. Um, like they didn't do God. Oh no, they had some. They had some part in uh, Gary Zero, but not a whole lot. Hmm. Um, as far <laughs> as I know. Oh yeah, they really didn't do that much shuffle, which was. Oh, that's right. They did shuffle. Uh, and Minami K. Well, you know. Uh, yes, it's like up in the air. I mean, some of these shows aren't per- bad per se, but right. I think they know what they're doing. You know, they have 26 episodes to do what they need to do with Mirai Nikki, and they're going at a pretty good place pace right now, so I'm not really worried about how it's going to end up. Um, Even if the ending seems kind of out there as many would like yeah. to put it. <laughs> um, I'm wondering how they're going to do it. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to go about, because <clears throat> how uh, I'm trying to figure out how long the manga was. Uh, it's about 60. 60. Yeah, about 60. 60-ish. Yeah. And I what think I, I heard someone say they're doing like two chapters or so per episode. So, uh, they might <clears throat> they might get all the material in. I'm hoping they do. Um, they're also 59. adding in. Um, they're also adding content from the spinoffs. Uh, 
I think it's Mosaic, which uh, you know goes into the nine. Oh uh, yeah. Star. I haven't read Mosaic, so I don't know anything about that. Uh, so it's just a short read, but um, yeah, I'm not really worried. I like, there were some complaints about the OVA for whatever reason. Yeah. It it looked really bad. I, like I didn't. Have yeah, a I thought it. it well. Mm. It felt more like a trailer than an OVA, really. Yeah, it was but just, that... I think it was just like a test to see if it would do well as an adaptation, maybe. But I, uh, it wasn't just, it wasn't anything to me. It wasn't bad. It was <clears throat> great. I will say this though: I think some of the CG in um, in Mariah is still pretty mediocre. Yeah, um, CGI is. Kind of pretty hard to do, like probably like any series nowadays. Even like um, CGI in like I think uh, Appleseed kind of look kind of clunky, clunky. Oh God! I watched <laughs> the first episode of Appleseed thirteen. I I I couldn't watch anymore. It looked, it just looks so awkward. <laughs> it looks really bad. It it looked like it's supposed to be like a full CG like anime. I I couldn't bring myself to watch any more of it. It looked like some video game cutscene or something. I just... It right. Like... <laughs> it looked like the opening to um the first Ghost in the Shell season. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but that looks like... That looks real bad, too. Ah. Oh. It looks like a PS1-like cutscene. <laughs> it looks that bad. It's it's pretty terrible. And I don't know if... I don't know if you're... How far you are in Ungo... But um, what episode? <laughs> uh, second episode? No, I haven't got around to watching. Uh, okay, it. that that second episode has some really shitty uh, CG in it as well. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, CG's kind of pretty hard to do. Um, I I think I've rarely ever seen it actually done that well. Um, the CG in the Alpha movies, but it's pretty good though. I would say. Would you? Oh, that's. That's a Gynax. That's Gynax. They have a lot of... They have, they have a lot of budget. <laughs> got budget. They got money. Shh, Gabe's listening to this. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. Oh. I was actually gonna... There was actually a show that I was actually comparing this. Like, I was thinking about, you know, CG the other day, and there was a show I was comparing it to that actually has really good CG in it, but... I, do not remember for the life of me what show it was. Oh. Hmm. That sucks. And it wasn't Ghost in the Shell, because Ghost in the Shell's. Mmm. I mean, it has good CG in it, but. That's the, like. I heard yeah. the, the movie. Oh, I, I'm not sure which movie of Ghost in the Shell, but one of the Ghost in the Shell movies I heard didn't have very good CG either. It looked kind of. Little uh, iffy. That's what that's what Vince says. Like I don't know. He says that a lot of people don't like the CG in two point Really? I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, well. I don't know. I mean, I oh, actually, the, uh, sorry, two point different two point <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, I actually bought the original Ghost in the Shell today. Hmm. Let's watch that. I can't remember what that show was that I thought had really good CG in it. That, that bothers me now. So, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think one core shows have. Uh, I think one core shows are good. It's. I think it's nice to have them because if we had just all like two core shows, it'd be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It's always nice to have like the one core where you can just sit there and you watch a season of it, and you can pretty. I mean, there's a lot of good one core shows out there. A lot of some of my favorite shows are actually one cores, like you know, Bacano. Um, what else is a really good one core? Um, I don't know what's a good one core. Bakemonogatari, I guess. Bakemonogatari, yeah. I guess you could, because see, that's where it kind of gets a little. It kind of pushes it because when I think one core, I usually think like eleven to thirteen. I don't. I, I guess you would call that because I don't know. Fifteen is kind of like in between. Yeah. Yeah, is in that in between area. Huh. Oh yeah, Mononoke. Okay. That's a good one core. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling through Mononoke actually. I mean. It's not that it's bad or anything. It's just there's a whole lot of colors flying at me, and I'm you still still at episode one. I'm at episode three right now. Oh, really? So have you? Um. Oh, so you've gotten to that? Uh, have you gotten to the second story, or are you still in the first one? I'm in the second one, I guess. Oh, so you got to see all the um, the uh, unborn children. The creepy ass babies with big lips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna. I wanted to know what your reaction was to that. <laughs> it's a little. It's pretty. It's very creepy. It's very creepy to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty weird. I'm not gonna lie. I was pretty weirded out by it too. But you know, some. But uh, what I like about Monoke is that it's very unique. I, I like the art style to it a lot, and it, it actually tells some pretty interesting stories. Mm-hmm. I think you. Well, I don't know how you're gonna think about the second story, but I think you might like the um, the third one, the one with the uh, the incense smelling. Um, I think you might like that one because that one's actually really really cool. All right. Well, yeah. I'm. I'll try to get more episodes in. Hopefully this weekend, maybe. Um. Uh, maybe I'll just add something else to the pot. Something that's been bothering me, like, recently, is that people of, like, anime communities, most of them, or some of them, I say, don't really know how to recommend. <laughs> and you Oh, know. our fun little <laughs> game we like to do. So, so anybody listening, um, uh, us here at uh, Anime After Life Podcast, we like to go on Mal and look at some of our favorite shows, and then we go on to the uh, recommendations... And we scroll, we click on recommendations, and we scroll all the way to the bottom, and look at just the stupidest recommendations I've ever seen. Like here, I'm gonna pull one up real quick. This is, I think here I'm gonna pull up. Uh, which what was a really funny one? I cannot even remember. Uh, there was a. There was some really funny one that someone highlighted on like a uh, about. Comparing Mirai Nikki to Steins Gate, it said, uh, "In my Mirai Nikki, there are cell phones as tools for looking in, to, looking to future, but in Mirai Nikki, cell phones is just like diary from future." And he does a 
wink face. <laughs> what? I I don't understand either. I don't, I don't either. I don't get it. <laughs> I know. I was gonna take Clannad out of story, but I couldn't find like a really just over the top one. Oh wait, I think it was in uh, Code Geass R two. Hmm. I think there was a one for like Mars of Destruction because oh, like he uses mechs. <laughs> I think um, there's. I think it was. Hold on. I'm pretty find. sure some like those recommendations for like from Mars of Destruction are like pretty much troll recommendations. I mean, there's one I think for like. So, but there's one for Neil I think some Genesis of these people Evangelion. are. For Christ's sake. Oh hey, look. So if you like uh, Code Geass R two, apparently you like uh, Yu Gi Oh five Ds. Jesus Christ. See? I think, you know, and I also, I like, some of them might be trolling, but I think some of these people are actually serious. Like, they take the smallest little, like, <laughs> theme, and they're like, oh, this is the same. You'll, you'll, you'll like it. Both, both characters, you know, they both wear clothes, they both breathe. So you'll, you'll like this other one that has nothing to do with it, even though it's a different genre. They're, these comparisons are just awful. This most vague in general. Oh god. It's um, like character says like one thing and it's like, well the ca- this character said them too, so you should watch it. It's funny. <laughs> oh god. Uh, but not just these kind of recommendations, but they're recommendations for like non anime watchers you know which kind of like worries me when people do stuff like that because you know they they tend to like recommend stuff that they really like as to opposed to what would generate the most appeal you know it's easy to recommend Ghibli stuff but right or like you know recommending something along the lines of Shaft it's it's uh yeah that's that's something you have to get settled into before yeah it's, it's an acquired taste you can't really jump into it and people are going to be weirded out and say these people are on an acid trip and they won't watch anime again because it's you can't really just jump into these kind of things you have to get used to them um um well I don't know about that because I think the first Shaft show I actually watched was Arakawa and I think that's a pretty um, I think it's pretty mellow when it comes to Shaft shows. Next to like a show like Yeah, the Town Keeps Going. I think those are probably the two like most mellow Shaft shows you can come by. The most normal. <laughs> yeah, that or Dimpa. No. But I don't think anybody would really care for Dimpa. I don't know, except for Gabe. But I don't know. It's you want to like. I'd say it's better to like start with the stuff that's like the best stories. And then slowly go a little bit down from there. Cause, you That's kind of what I did. Because I have a friend of mine who is interested in it. And so I've been kind of like giving him different shows to watch. Mm-hmm. I think one of the first shows I gave him was Bacano. Because mm-hmm. I thought he might like that. And he ended up really liking it. And then I gave him Brotherhood. Which ended up being one of his... You know, he... he he said it was like one of the greatest things he's ever watched. So I, I guess it kind of just depends on the person. Uh, yeah, I suppose. But I, you know, I think like stuff like Bacano and Brotherhood just 
I think it has like a really wide appeal to it because mm-hmm. you know they have like many themes and um, interesting characters and a really great storyline. But I don't know. I mean, I never really heard from like someone who's who doesn't really watch anime get into something that's really weird and out of there. Like, um, um, let's say lovely. Yeah, maybe like Lovely or like that's out there. Even Clanad, it's kind of hard to recommend. Yeah, that's that. You see, I kind of want to recommend that to him because I've told him about it. I've told him like this is like the one show that made me cry like a fucking girl, and I think it's like one of the greatest you know dramas ever. And I want him to watch it, but at the same time, he's not at that point where he can watch subtitled. Oh, okay. Yeah, because because he, he's he's still in that zone of like yeah I, I'm still watching dubbed stuff and so on and so forth. So you, you don't want to recommend <laughs> Clanad dubbed to anybody unless you hate them. <laughs> yeah, you really want to start with um stuff that's got uh really good stuff. I mean even. Even Evangelion is pretty kind of I don't know. Evangelion's a weird show. Well, I, that was actually one of the first shows I seriously watched because I started off watching anime at a young age. I think the first anime I watched when I was like six years old was like Fultron, and I also watched you know as any elementary school kid would have uh, like. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a I had a small exposure to anime, but I watched I think I watched Eva for the first time like two years ago. And my catalog for watched anime was very, very small. So I watched that for the first time and I wasn't really phased by it a whole lot. Until I watched like the last two episodes, where I was like, "I don't right, all right, I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore." <laughs> but everything else was like, other than that, with Eva was like actually really cool, and I really got into it. Now maybe it's just because I'm different that way. Maybe I'm just kind of into that sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I kind of had a hard time getting into Eva. I mean, Ven would always, like, pester me every day, saying how it was, like, his favorite show ever. And, you know, I'd ask, like, these freaking insane questions, like, is there any romance in it, Ven? Because, you know, I'm a romance person. And he's like, uh, eh, <laughs> some. And, I, you know, I really try to watch it as it was. And I did enjoy it, you know. But, like, I I couldn't, like, um, I just couldn't, like, get into that fanboy mode as Ven was over that show. I didn't watch it when I was really young, but yeah, it was good. It was really I still good. highly, I still, I still doubt to this day that that was his first anime. <laughs> I, I cannot believe that. I, I'm, I have a hard time believing that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'd say probably, it'd be probably something like Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon, because that's like what everyone watches when they're little. Um, right. Hmm. And going back to like, uh, recommending stuff to people, uh, You'll be interested to know that, you know, with my friend Ian, who I recommend, like, you know, he's he's always like, oh, what's a what's another good show I can watch? Uh, 
I actually recommended him Code Geass. Really? I legitimately told him, yeah, you should watch this show. You should watch Code Geass. I actually recommended the Sunrise Show to somebody that isn't <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, it's true, Gabe. It is true. <laughs> I recommended Code Geass. I told him to watch it. Really? And you know what? Do you hate him? Did he not like it? No, he hasn't. He hasn't like started watching it yet. I I gave like the I have like files of it because I don't illegally download anything ever. So I handed it off to him my files for Code Geass, and I don't know how much he's watched it yet. But yeah, I recommended somebody Code Geass. I like Code Geass, but I, even I wouldn't recommend that to someone. I, I just think Code Geass is just again one of those acquired taste shows. Um, it's it's kind Maybe. of it's pretty supernatural for non anime watchers. Um, I think it also has some legitimately good action scenes in it. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's me. And I think the reason I. Uh, don't take a particular liking to this and this is something that Vin brought up and I think he might be right as hard as that is for me to say Vin being right about something but he thinks the reason I don't particularly like Code Geass so much is because I watched it I didn't watch it earlier in my anime viewing career for lack of a better term and I think he might be sort of right about that in a sense because mm, maybe because my taste in anime are, were different when I started watching it well that's kind of hard to say I mean I, even though I watched Code Geass pretty early in my career or something geez, I hate mm-hmm. saying that word career just, it's not a job uh, <laughs> I, I watched Death Note also pretty early and I still didn't like that as much. <laughs> it's, it just didn't click me. I mean, there's not like... I kind of like try to ignore the hype, and some things about that show just didn't sit well with me. So I don't know, maybe it just depends on the person. Maybe. I suppose so. I don't know. I was about to say... Oh. Um, so yeah, speaking on the subject of Code Geass, I don't if you're a regular listener to the show you understand that I I have a particular distaste for sunrise shows (laughs) um I don't know if it's exactly that I don't I don't know if it's that I hate sunrise per se I think it's comes I think it comes from the fact that I don't think I've seen a lot of sunrise shows that I like. Yeah, I I get that. I think it, I think it comes. I'm under the impression you've just had a bad experience with sunrise, that you just saw the shows. That well, you not don't... necessarily because, it, and I was thinking about this earlier today too when I was thinking like, do I really hate sunrise? And I I think it and I think it's the same way I feel about JC staff. Now JC staff has made one of my favorite shows of all time, Toradora. It's my number four favorite show of all time. But since 
but since then, I haven't seen a lot from JC staff that I particularly liked. Well, they made... I think... I think... What they made? They made Bakuman. They're making Bakuman this season. Aren't they? That's true. And I I do kind of like Bakuman. But other than, like, that and... And Demon Girl Zakuro, I actually have a particular liking for. Other than that, JC Staff really hasn't put out much that I enjoy that much. Uh, Yumikoi Mary was kind of a flop for me, even though I was actually kind of liking that. Okay, Azumanga. Alright, maybe JC Staff's not a great example. I think it's just that I, I think it's JC Staff's stuff nowadays isn't that great. Because of, like, one of my least favorite shows from, like, last season was Kami-sama no Mimicho, and that show was kind of dumb. I'm gonna admit, I didn't really care for it too much. Uh, I don't know, I mean, I think every show, every I mean, every studio once in a while just makes something bad. Just, you know, it's a mistake on their part, and you know, sometimes they'll redeem <clears throat> themselves. Like, Brains that shouldn't be I shouldn't be using that example, sorry. Never mind. Um What example? I, I was gonna use Brains Base for Akikon, but I really shouldn't. Cause that might just be like uh director's part. Um Yeah. I think Brains Base might be another one. Cause I'm trying to think of um because you know Brains Base made Bacano. Which I adore, but I don't know if I've seen anything that of Brain Space other than that that I actually like. Durara. Uh, yeah, and Durara. And Kuragahime. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I don't even know. I don't know. But yeah. with Sunrise. But you know, going back to my original point with Sunrise, um. I've I I like two of their shows, um, Cowboy Bebop, which is in my top twenty-five favorite shows of all time, and uh, Sergeant Frog. I actually like those Sunrise shows, and I think my sort of hatred and just sheer anger with Sunrise, even though I don't think it really is for the matter, I think I just tend to overreact a whole lot of the time. Just, I think it just comes from the fact that I haven't seen anything since watch since watching those two shows that I like from Sunrise. Because I, I I I look at Sunrise and I think, well, they did Cowboy Bebop and they're you know they made Sergeant Frog and those were really good shows and I just haven't seen anything since then. Yeah, I mean I, I've I've tried to pick I picked up Tiger and Bunny. Don't like that show. Oh, I'm watching Horizon this season, and I don't have any fucking clue what's going on in that show at all. <laughs> I've watched one Gundam series, and wasn't the greatest thing I've ever watched, but, you know, King and Ben keep telling me I have to watch, like, G Gundam and other Gundam series to understand, like, how good Sunrise can be, so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what else. I don't know, maybe you just gotta like look for the ones you like, you know? Because it really saddens me that you say stuff like you give up on sunrise because 
I don't think they're just that consistent with the work. I think, you know, they can still make things good if um, given the right director and the right production team. You, you know, they can still make some pretty good stuff nowadays. Um, if, you know, just stuff that um, appeals to certain people, but uh, I don't I don't hate them. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily that I hate them either. It's just I just have not seen anything from them lately that I've liked, per se. Hmm. I, I used to feel the way the same way about Zebek. I used to trash on them so much, but like back in the I day, I still trash on Zebek. Yeah, they don't really make. I st- I don't really like their stuff nowadays. Dude, um, this is the same people that made Seikon no Quasar. Have you watched that shit? No. Have you legitimately watched Seikon no Quasar? I heard the premise of Seikon no Quasar, and I'm like, uh, nah. So I was on Zach. Zach um, broadcasts anime. Zach being the guest that we had on the last show. Mm-hmm. He was casting that shit, and I gotta say, he likes it because it's like you know newsy and eshy and all that shit. But that that show, man, has got to be some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's really fucking dumb, like really out there, stupid. And I didn't think Zebek could be like that bad. Because I thought soft tennis was pretty stupid. But I was wrong. Um, they say made some... Uh, they made some pretty decent stuff back in the day. I, I enjoyed Love Hina's animation. And, um... Uh, they made Shaman King, apparently. Did they? Shaman King. Yeah, they did. Maybe. Which I watched, um... Back when it was on for kids, but uh, <laughs> I I still really enjoyed that show. So I don't know. It's sometimes like they're on a really bad run. Sometimes they produce some actually decent stuff. It they're weird like that. But I don't know. Like Ken Zimmy. <laughs> you know, you know actually who actually rated that show really high. Who? Oh. Our good friend Rory Con fan. Oh god. He actually gave that a pretty high He got a, he gave that a like I think like a seven or an eight, I think. Oh god. If I remember correctly. I just can watch that show so much. I can like watch that in bits because stuff like feces and um eating food on people's bodies that's that kinda weirds me out and disgusts me. I don't know. That that show, man. Like that show is fucked up. It I'm is. I'm gonna put that up there right now. That show is fucked up. <laughs> oh wait, I'm looking at the OVAs. Oops. I need to look at the uh, original series. That's what I wanted to look at. Um, oh wow, I didn't realize the uh, actual series is rated lower than the uh, TV the uh, OVAs. Yeah. Well, they're both both pretty bad, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's some weird shit out there. Yeah. I think we should yeah. recommend Hensemi to somebody. That should be a recommendation. Some Hensemi. Ah. With what? 
For what? How is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, God. I can't. I don't think... It, I don't see anyone really liking Henzemi. I really don't. It's pretty disturbing stuff. There's this one friend I have that I gave it an 8. That had a male. Huh. An 8. An 8. Okay. I, I That's don't almost understand. a 9. I don't even understand it. I don't that. either. I don't either, man. I'm just saying, man. And that's like the one thing about anime that's really hard is that there's a lot of fucked up shit out there. I mean, there's Henzimi. There's like soft tennis, which is like pretty out there. Weird. You know, naked women riding fish. Or no, what is it? Salamander? <laughs> I think it was. Um, uh, I think that's, if you think that's pretty out there, you... <laughs> Um, there's a there's shows called like Ladies versus Butlers and <laughs> uh, what's it Queen's Blade Strike Witches <laughs> Strike Witches you know Yusuganosora I mean that that's a theme in in you know Japan that's pretty uh common but it, over here in like the U S well actually no now that I think about it actually in some southern states that's actually kind of common too. Sadly I enough, I see. Uh, <laughs> I thought I would yeah. know anything about that. No, but but no, honestly, like overall, like stuff like Yasuganosora is pretty commonplace when it comes to, like you know animes and mangas and stuff like that. Like, like over incest? here, yeah. Okay, that's it's pretty commonplace in Japan, I would say, but like. For over here in, you know, America, I don't think you'd see anything like that on TV uh, or on well, bookshelves. There are like some reports, um, sometimes like every now and then, you know, about brother and sister, you know, having babies, and there's like this, not in like America, but I think I heard in Germany that these two brothers this one brother and sister keep having babies and the government keeps taking them away because it's like their, their babies are <laughs> you know you know like what happens yeah I, I understand yeah yeah the, uh, I mean, the uh, ramifications that come with uh, inbreeding yeah abnorm- abnormalities yeah. and <laughs> boy this took an interesting turn man I like where this is going now <laughs> hmm but yeah, this like I was saying, like going to my original point. I think we veered off too much on Yusukunosora, but it it is going back to what you were saying about like recommendations. It it does get kind of hard to recommend stuff because you look at a lot of animes out there. There's some pretty weird stuff, even on some stuff that we think is normal. People that don't watch anime and if you were to like try to recommend it to them they'd be like you watch stuff like this <laughs> um, I mean even with the I mean if you um uh, I'm trying to think here oh there's an ad there's like a pretty common aspect to anime that I was thinking about and I just lost it damn it doing a whole lot lately uh well while you're on that subject, um, mm-hmm. uh, when I was small and um, I, me and my sister would pick out 
Ghibli movies from the shelves of Blockbuster, you know, and we'd ask, you know, our dad to like, watch them with us, and he'd, like, leave the <laughs> I think room. you've told me this story before, where you picked up Mon- Princess Mononoke, Did and I? you're like, this looks cool, and then it ended up being, like, people getting their heads decapitated and all that stuff. I don't know, but anyways, my, no, I mean, I, I still enjoyed Mononoke, but, like, yeah. my dad couldn't watch those kind of things. He'd always leave the room and within like the first 20 minutes or so I'm like, I, and I just keep watching it by myself. Same with like Howling's Moving Castle and uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. But yeah, I guess, you know, you just couldn't get into it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some it's It's hard, you know. You really want to get people into anime, but you have to like find the stuff that appeals to them the most and you know, like even though they say stuff like oh I'll, I'll watch anything you really have to like push them to tell you know, make them tell them um, what yeah. genre they're into because it really does matter because if they're that's yeah it's kind of funny just when when they say oh I'll watch anything it's like really because if you say that I'll, I'll get you some pretty weird shit dude <laughs> I'll I'll bring up some stuff that will make you question your friendship with me. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. well. like I I think there was one time I was over at my buddy Ian's place, the same guy that I recommend a lot of anime with, and he has Netflix. And so I was going through like you know the queue, the instant queue on there to see what's on there, and I. Saw Sekire on there, and I kind of started laughing. He's like, "What's so funny?" It's like this show. He's like, "What's so bad about it?" It's like, "Um, you really want to find out?" He's like, "Fine, whatever." And so he watched the first episode, and he looked at me. He's like, "That has got to be the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I actually kind of enjoy that show." And he's like, you're fucked up, dude. (laughs) (laughs) From just watching the first episode, he didn't even get anywhere near, like, just into any of the rest of that show. Yeah. Mm. I think you're gonna have to hide your um, enjoyment of some certain shows. Even if they're really, really weird. You just kind of have to, like, Say, well, I I know this really uh, this show that gets a lot of appeal. Like Fullmetal Alchemist, you know it, and you know they'll they might like it, but when it comes to like shows like uh, I don't know, um, say Alpha Mine. Well, you... <laughs> mm, or yeah, I can see where that might. That's kind of that's a really dark show, though. Yeah, that can is. that could that might actually make some people very uncomfortable with some yeah. of its themes. But if you look at a show like uh like take Spice and Wolf. Like that's actually a legitimately good show, but I think some people might be turned off by it because there's a naked wolf girl. Like there's a girl with ears, like wolf ears. And some people might find that to be very weird and odd well, just... and stop watching it because of that. That's just judging and, and by that's the like kind of though. a thing that's because that's not no, what but the... if, if you start watching it, uh, I, I think there might be some people who would start watching Spice and Wolf and drop it, but 
and this is particularly people who don't like, you know, aren't into anime like we are. I think if you were to give them Spice and Wolf, they might not like it that much because there's a naked girl with wolf ears and they might find that to be very weird. And that's a thing that's kind of commonplace in anime is, you know... But it's like not a fetish or anything. That's just the way it is, you know. It's part of the story, the way she's a fox... uh, Sorry, wolf deity. And, you know... Because they okay naked. well okay, it's not fancy. Then if you recommended them like Dog Days, what if oh, you recommended okay. them Dog Days? Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that has to do like you know the story because I, I haven't really seen Dog Days that much. I only seen the first episode, but you know oh, really? I just wouldn't I just wouldn't recommend yeah. it. Uh, but even some things like uh, maybe even like. You know how there's some shows that do like chibi faces when they're trying to be funny, and you know people like us might find that to be funny. I don't know how you feel about that, but some in some instances I think that's kind of funny. Other people, non-anime watchers, might not find it that funny. Again, another aspect that might fall into one of those, you know, things that might turn them off. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I guess there's like so much hate for Lucky Star because their characters are so are kind of like chibi like. Where how's it to say? I don't know if they're like called chibi or whatever, but they're I think characters. it's I think it's kind of the art style because they're so cutesy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that could be a real turn off for some people. I think that's um, part of the reason why I haven't finished that yet. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I still don't know why I haven't finished that. I haven't even started. Like I've, it. I think I've watched. <laughs> I, I've, I'm like five episodes into it, and I've, I've, I've watched a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot. I'm actually getting close to 200 now. But, um, you know, I've, I've, I've watched a, a lot of stuff that's a lot worse than Lucky Star, and I just don't know why I haven't finished it yet. Hmm. It's odd. I just can't. I saw clips of it from the first four episodes and just can't. Just can't. Gabe's gonna yell at me, but I don't care because I just can't. Oh, look, he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, this has been episode two of Afterlife After Hours. Um, subscribe to us on Zoom and iTunes. Uh, check out our blog at animeoutlightpodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.